0: What's up and hello, fine people of the nation. Thank you so much for downloading this episode. Really means the world to me. Thank you for all the support and love that's been going around on our Facebook page as well as the email. So thank you everybody for checking us out, downloading us, rating and reviewing and doing all those other great things. This episode is one I've been wanting to do for a while. I have a wonderful, I have the ability to visit a wonderful bar restaurant in my neighborhood. It's called Eddie O's, Poor House and Kitchen, and this podcast is an interview I did with Eddie o, the owner, Eddie Oliveira, the owner of Eddie O's, and, you know, it's a, it's a guy that I actually very much admire for his work ethic, his lightheartedness, but his serious tone that sometimes, uh, of course, he he does something that I cherish in the service industry, which is putting the customer first, and we talk about that, how important it is to have the customer first. Without the customer, we do not get paid. Unfortunately, that's the way it works. Uh, So here it is, about um, an hour and change with Eddie O, talking about customer service, why it's important. As well, I'll be releasing a bonus episode with Eddie O. Uh, He is a huge Oasis fan, and sometimes I think that's what the O stands for in Eddie O, but uh, it's my favorite band, it's his favorite band. We go deep talking about Oasis. And just so you know things that appeal to us about the band the first time he saw the band uh, that will come soon and I'll be in another intro but I just want to put this out there uh, great customer service is priceless if you enjoy your customer service don't be afraid to show a little love and gratuity because keep in mind these people are working harder for you to have a better enjoyment of the service I know it's important in my industry and I'm sure it's important in the serv- in any other service industry so here it is so without further ado My time with Eddie O Customer Service Episode 22 on the podcast As always Check out our other shows Beerication Episode 4 Is going to come out uh, Next week Uh, John DeNoir has a great episode With a buddy of his Jesse Wakafloka, And uh, it's going to be I think released later this week Um, But good news if you enjoy the, the, the show Going Deep Because there will be another one coming up I'm rambling Hope you enjoy this track underneath this is Oasis uh, um, Hello and Oh sorry no the story of morning glory So uh, check it out Love you faces And uh, Oh fuck Always rate review Blah 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 All that other stuff Check us out on Twitter NA30 Podcast Facebook Not After 30 Podcast Check out our email Send us one I would love to hear from you Not After 30 Podcast At gmail.com Hope all is well in your end Go Jays Go and enjoy the show.
1: This is it, buddy. Let's do it. Welcome to the Not After 30 podcast. Thank you very much for inviting me. Cheers.
0: This is the Not After 30 podcast, a podcast about reminiscing about your 20s while surviving your 30s. Now, it's time for the show.
1: All right, so with me, I have um, someone that I very much enjoy in the Milton area. This is Eddie O. Eddie. Hello. So we do, um, this is like very, very light form. Like nothing too, too wild. We're just going to have like a really easy conversation. And um, there's something, we had um, Dr. Matt Poza from the Healthy Family Clinic. I don't know if you're, you're familiar with him, but Not familiar. he's uh, ranked right now the na- number one chiropractor in Milton. Nice. And he's he's great for uh, for good, you know, he really knows his stuff. And and I, I put you in, in that kind of category. You're someone who really knows his things. And one of the things I really wanted you On the podcast for Was customer service Mm -hmm. Uh, I believe What you guys do At Eddie O's Is the best The best You can do Thank you It's uh, It constantly impresses me When uh, I can walk into An establishment And be impressed By customer service I work in the Customer service industry So I I definitely Know what it is And I I imagine Takes a lot of work But I want to bring you On the podcast Because customer service Is such a a lost art today So I want to know what, What you do differently And why you do differently And how did you learn To do it differently So First, let's start, let's start, before we get into all that crazy stuff, let's, um, let's first, uh, talk about you and, and cut your background with it, and then we'll talk about the story video. Well,
2: I'm a really good looking guy. You are very uh, handsome. Thank you. And, uh, no, actually I'm pretty ugly. I think I'm the only one who thinks I'm, (laughs) I'm the prettiest boy out there. Uh, no, I've been, uh, I've been doing it my whole life. I've been a 13 year old kid washing dishes at Ponderosa, Making three bucks an hour and thinking I was rich. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was more back of the house. That was a lot more working properly um, in an environment where, you know what, it's pretty hectic. Yeah. Um, very important job, obviously, because clean uh, clean plates and cutlery represent the brand. For you sure. It uh, starts there for me. But I don't know. It's just something I've always, always loved now. As a kid, I wasn't so outgoing, I wasn't very out there like I am today mm-hmm. I was a lot more reserved but I think working in the in the service industry especially in restaurants when I made the jump from being in the back out to the front as a as a server it really brought more out of me and I was able to have more fun with it mm. and it made me feel uh made me feel kind of cool yeah. you know you're going out making some tips yeah yeah. you know my first shift I'll never forget I was 18 years old and I worked eight hours and I made 12 bucks in tips I went home running. Yeah. I just made 12 bucks. Throw it down the counter. Check that out. 12 bucks in 1987 was was a lot of money. Yeah. You know, it was half of my Depeche Mode ticket. (laughs) But, um, yeah, that was sort of it, you know. And then I started working a lot with um, bigger restaurants um, and really becoming more involved as a manager, learning how to be a manager. Um, Honestly, I hate managing. Okay. I really don't like that title Mm -hmm. in a restaurant, although... um, I truly believe everybody's a manager, because you're managing situations, exactly, yeah. guests' experiences. Tons of small situations. Exactly. So I think overall, um, it really does start with the person itself. And okay. that's something that we really uh, are very proud of uh, at, at Edios. Only simply because, I mean, a job's a job. We all know that we want to make money. Right. Uh, you can make money doing different things. Um, for us, having the ability to look after guests that want to come in and enjoy our food and uh, our beverage, in uh, our atmosphere, mm-hmm. it starts with the people, and I think that was one thing I learned at a very young age: is that as a server, or as a bartender, or as a hostess, as a busboy, you have your um, you are the um, you know the front line yeah. soldier in our in our camp, and it's really important that we teach people, especially staff, that without our guests, we don't have a job, and uh, I promised myself I would never working in an environment that was very selfish, entitled, mm-hmm. really putting ourselves in the back seat with the guests drive the car kind of thing, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So w-
1: when did, when is, when did <laughs> a realization like that happen for you? Like Was that something that you always kind of noticed?
2: Uh, yeah, I think. I think um, working for some of the big dogs, and I'm not going to do any props here for anybody, but when I was working for one of, I believe, Canada's leading restaurants, uh, one of the biggest companies out there, um, and I'll say Sircorp. Um, I work for many of their, their restaurants, Mm -hmm. really learned a lot about what guests expect. And when you work for a big dog, their their pockets are a bit deeper. Mm -hmm. Um, I always took a step back saying, you know what, if the guest doesn't like it, just don't take care of it. Find out why. Right. What was it? You need some value back. Exactly. You know, you're never ever going to make everybody happy, but most importantly is understanding why they're not happy. Right on. And really kind of moving forward from there. Um, so, it's uh, it's a bit of a curve for us at EDO, especially here in Milton, right? Because we've had such a different vibe, right? We've provided such a different element to Milton that it, ca- it caught fire right at the beginning.
1: So you touched on something that, that's really uh, something that uh, I'm a big fan of, and you were saying that you know it, it wasn't like moving to Milton or having this in Milton wasn't initially like the right fit or different wasn't. Milton didn't have anything like you guys before, right. which they desperately needed for people like myself who are newer to Milton but appreciate nicer things. Right. I, you know, I, I was just so tired of drinking in pubs that looked like they had been there for 50 years, yeah. done nothing but maybe I changed some of the artwork or mm-hmm. the staff. And Eddie O's was such a breath of fresh air for me going into it. And I'll tell you something else. When when my neighbors started to go and started, you got to go to this place, you got to check it out, you'd love it. I hate when people say that because I feel like people. So are different expectations. Exactly. Different yeah. yeah. But when I went from the first, actually, the first time I walked in, I don't know. If you, I don't know if you remember, but I definitely remember. You probably.
2: I do. I think I vaguely remember the yeah. very first because I, I remember you pulling me aside, just specific to the Oasis yeah, oh, flavor. In, oh in, man. In the
1: restaurant. Yeah, well, my all-time favorite band happens to be Eddie's all-time favorite yeah. band, or yeah. maybe one of, or yeah. all.
2: Uh, it it's probably the yeah. B one. Yeah,
1: I mean, and uh, so. Eddie O's has very tasteful Oasis stuff throughout the the restaurant, and it is so appealing for me. So I remember the first time coming in, I told you about it, that's the first time we met, and then you're like, oh, did you check out the latest cover of uh, NME? Was it or was it cute?
2: Probably NME. Yeah.
1: I was like, no, oh, they're they're on it, da-da-da, and you pulled out a copy and you gave me a copy. And I was like, whoa, this guy has won me over on the first day. So I, w- I was just so impressed with, with with your attentiveness, and I think that's w- one thing that makes your your restaurant so much better, or so much different, let's say, right. than others. And, and we're getting away from the getting away from it. I, I actually kind of want to go through the I- the idea that you had be- like before Eddie O's was even um, going into production. But when you were thinking about the idea of starting your own bar or a restaurant, mm-hmm. what exactly the, what what, what kind of pushed you there? What was your kind of entrepreneurship, inspiration. Well, I think
2: the most important thing for me was having a family Mm -hmm. and having a a very young family and doing what I was doing and doing it for other people. And I think that um, 10 years ago, I probably wouldn't have the maturity Mm -hmm. to do this. It took a while to kind of get to that point. I took a push definitely from my wife, Mm -hmm. who was... Kind of like, what are you doing with all these magazines in the basement, buddy? Like, can we throw these out? I said, yeah. no, that's going to go up in the restaurant one day. She's like, what restaurant? I've been married to you for, what, 12 years at the time? And all I keep hearing is about this restaurant. Like, when are you going to do it? This magical restaurant. And I was just like, oh, it's going to happen. She goes, I'm throwing them out. And I'm like, you can't throw them out. I, I, I need them. So this was, held, sorry, how long ago? This would have been the beginning, February of 2013, when we okay. had this conversation. Okay. And uh, she actually said, now she may have been truthful in saying it but she's like if you don't get this restaurant by the end of this year i'm leaving you whoa and that was kind of like uh if i open up a restaurant i'm never going to see you. so it's kind of like <laughs> you are going to be leaving me, yeah. you know but i understood what she was trying to say right. and i think it was more about the fact that um everybody else was living the life while i was out there working right uh not that i'm living the life having my own place in fact it's, um, it's, it's a little bit different yeah. but um i think it just meant that um you know what I, you're old enough now Um, it's time for you to just kind of go on your own. I didn't tell any one of my buddies at all what I did. Um, buddies that I've known for 25 years, um, simply because they kept saying to me, yeah, yeah, you're going to open up your, yeah, we know. Yeah. 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 You know, is it going to happen? Yeah. We're ready for you, buddy. Yeah. So they kept hearing it that actually, when I finally said I, I did something, They were they weren't even shocked. They were just like, yeah, okay. It's bound to happen, anyways. Yeah, you know. So they weren't as excited, for example, as much as my wife may have been. Right. And uh, and I think that moving to Milton, having the opportunity to open a restaurant in Milton or a pub back in the early two thousands in town, kind of made me sort of understand that this town is not going to be the same ever again. It was going to grow. It was going to get bigger. And that was sort of the the stepping stone for me. Why don't we do something that I love my way? Yeah. Which is a way that I've been, you know, taught twenty years past. Uh, and really try to create that element where guests can come in and say, Wow, wow, wow. But having said that, all the wows that you got, you got the decor, you know, you yeah. got the you got the the lighting, you've got the booth seating, you've yeah. got there's so many aspects of it. So, it's, cosmetically, it looks beautiful, but if you don't have proper service and proper food program, It Go, goes to waste. You know, wow, the copper looks really nice, but yeah. that's all it is. Yeah, it's nice copper. So, yeah. Uh, you know,
1: so, your wife gives you this this kind of crossroads. Yeah. So, what's your first thing? What do you What do you do first? What's for, find a
2: spot? What did uh, that was the first thing. Now I know that my mom, who was in real estate, was looking around town, and I know that my wife. Um, at the same time, was looking at a place around town. And we sort of all ended up at this one unit on Main Street that was for sale. Now, what was for sale was the business. And it used to be a, a Portuguese bakery there. And the guy was trying to sell me his bakery. But I'm not a baker. Right. You know, I know nothing about baking goods. Right. Although I can learn. Like we've done with everything else in life, you learn. But it wasn't something I wanted so I didn't really want to buy the guy's franchise but I wanted his unit right and so we very carefully navigated our way around uh looked at uh, some of his options and some of the good things we'd keep and kind of just simply said you know what I don't want your bakery I want this 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 and this Mm -hmm. everything else you can take with you and that was really kind of he kicked me out he basically (laughs) said uh, no deal Uh, so I again took a step back would go to this place you know every morning for, for coffee and kind of watch around and really notice that it didn't have what it needed to succeed. Okay. So I kind of went back a few weeks later and I said, this is my offer. This is what I want for your business. And then he kind of thought about it for about two days, called me back, and he agreed. Hmm. So we basically bought the bakery, dissolved it, brought in um, a really cool designer right. in Atlanta Davy who happens to be my cousin's wife at the time was a fiance and, uh, she and I, and along with the contractor, um, bo- all three of us, actually four of us, when you had the architect sat down for weeks, how is this going to look? You know, and there was a lot of battling mm. and the good thing about working with good people is that you're never going to agree. Right. Al- there always has to be some sort of push pull going on here. Right right, right. right. And, uh, I think we finally got to the right formula where, cosmetically, the place is going to look really good. Right. Uh, And then from there, it's easy. Yeah. I think the toughest thing was building the restaurant. Right. I imagine there's tons of things. Plus,
1: did did you have, did you always have in your mind the idea of what you wanted? I
2: did. I always felt that I wanted to have a premium pub. Right. I wanted to have a restaurant. Mm -hmm. I don't really call it a bar. Right. A lot of people say, you get the bar? Yeah. And I think anybody who has bottles and Bar seats right. and TVs is considered a bar, but I really wanted to take a pub and then basically take the fine dining element of of the of restaurants and kind of smash them both together yeah and deliver something that we have which is almost like that rustic that vintage sort of look like a pier in Toronto right yeah and really kind of create so from the outside it's very a lot of people say it's very it's very plain, right. especially in the winter, because it's just a black building with right. a couple of street signs or, or or building signs. But when you come in, that's the lot. Yeah,
1: okay. it's it's so true. And there's a lot of windows, but
2: you you necessarily so can only see a little bit from yeah. the blue. You know, and it's all, it's, all, it's all intended to be that. Right. We didn't want it to be, you know, rah, rah, rah on the outside and plain on the inside. Right. You know, most of them, you go to Chicago, or you go to New York, or you go to any, any main, you know, downtown city... And you find that some of the best restaurants, you didn't even know was a restaurant in there. All you saw was just a wall and a little sign. And just,
1: yeah. Real. Well, Eddie, there's, there's so many things, like, so many things I'm curious about when when you were putting together the restaurant. But the aesthetics and, and the way the restaurant laid out is one thing. The hook that got me coming back to Eddie O's was the, the bar. The actual, the, the drinking aspect is always pleasurable mm-hmm. and I mean at the not after 30 podcast, it's you know par- part of everything we talk about we start every podcast with the cheers and mm-hmm. we usually end with an empty bottle sound but one of the things is you're not going to find your macro brewers there now we do we do a show on the podcast called beercation of proper education Saw that? Yeah. yeah and that's a big deal for us because my generation is a generation of affordable luxury we mm-hmm. like premium beers premium coffee premium denim that sure. kind of stuff and we don't we and we're, we have the income to spend on it and i find edio's scratches that itch when it comes to beers i haven't tried before or beers where you, you know i look at the, maybe at the beer store or something i'm not gonna buy 12 of those what if i don't like it i don't gonna buy whatever but you guys have done something so right you guys have an incredible line of of different beers there
2: mm-hmm.
1: paired with some really fantastic food. Thank you. And I appreciate, like, I, I've i had conversations with you a number of times about beers or or food or changing food and that kind of stuff, and you're always so receptive to it, and I believe that's an important part of your customer service aspect, too. When it comes to the idea of the bar, and what, what gave you that idea? What, what was in it that brought that out, that you wanted to have different beers?
2: Well, it actually turned out better than I thought. I think um, we really kind of were starting to kind of say, well, you know what, let's talk to some of the big boys out there and see what they can do to assist us. Now, I'm just a, I'm just a small guy. I'm just an independent, you know, restaurateur. I don't have the deep pockets like some of the big guys. But they didn't want to risk themselves with me. They didn't know me. They didn't want to invest in me. Mm-hmm. And I had a great relationship with some of the guys at Moosehead Breweries, um, which I've had probably 10 years' worth of, dealing with the reps and some of their territory guys and they've always represented that independent business type mind you know when you're talking about mass productions and I'm not going to say any big boys out there but they're um they're all about themselves and I think what what really kind of struck a chord with with me was being independent being Canadian having the support that I would need really kind of Made us go arm in arm with Moosehead Breweries. Along with Moosehead Breweries comes Premium Beer Company, and they are really responsible for bringing in all the imported stuff, like the Estrellas and the yeah. Czech bars. And again, these are beers that are not common. Yeah, at least not in Milton. But we also felt that a lot of the demographics in Milton weren't common. They yeah. were a little bit more. I don't want to say educational or educated, but they're just a little bit more, like you mentioned earlier, looking for that premium element. Right. You know, all I've done at Eddie O's is we've eliminated the mainstream, right. and we've had uh, to kind of retrain the community as far as what this beer is in reference to. You know, or a, I guess you're, light exactly. Whatever, yeah. yeah. So you want light beer? We care about the kind of light beer that you drink. Right. You know, we're not selling beer just for the sake of making a buck. We're selling beer because it's going to complement the entire program. It's going to complement the service. It's going to complement the, uh, the food program. And it's going to complement the environment. So that, at first, was a little bit of a risk. And we've had a lot of guests, you know, from day one get up and leave because yeah. we didn't carry oh, I, I love that. Canadian. I love that. You know, and it's not to say that, you know, we don't, we don't like it. It's just that everybody else has it. Right. You know, so what's the point of doing something? God. If if you're not going to uh, to be risky and and kind of push for something, so you look at a, a beer like Czech Far, which has one of the incredible oldest beers success. in the world, yeah. yeah, one of the greatest successes um, in in our restaurant comes from the Czech Republic, mm-hmm. and the story behind it is just fascinating. So oh, I love it! Yeah, when you think about you know. What we're drinking in the U.S. or in Canada, and then you think about where it came from, it's just kind of like, oh, interesting. Our, uh,
1: our beer expert, Aaron Chalupa, uh, told his incredible story on Beer episode one, about the story of Czech Bar and Budweiser. Yeah, exactly. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. It's,
2: it's massive, you know? Yeah. So you see how, you know, the Americans can take something and, you know, they don't really invent, and not too many people invent anymore. It's right. all about innovation. You right. know, everyone's got, like... I didn't create edios from just like oh my god this is how it's gonna look is you you gotta take the components that are successful and you gotta kind of add your little twist to it you right. know and I think that that's where I believe the people that come in edios feel that yeah you know there's a lot of a lot of positive feedback there's a lot of reviews out there yeah. you know and I was just having a staff meeting not too long ago talking about you know how important guest services really are. And if I could, I'd take my entire staff to, like, Dominican mm. or to, like, you know, Cuba. Yeah, one uh, day. One day. One day. But I would like for us to just sit around the pool or sit around, you know, the lobby or sit around a restaurant and just look at these people working with smiles on their faces. And they're making, like, 300 bucks a month. Yeah. They're that. working, like, 16 hours a day. They get one day off. They live four hours north. Yeah. They got to take a bus up there to get home just to be home for a day to come back to work another, you know, what is it, four days or five yeah. days straight and they don't stop smiling yeah you know and that's something that really you know caught me because i was kind of thinking like here we are in ontario or in toronto or in, in canada i mean i'm not too familiar with west coast or yeah. east coast but you know in 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 the gta there are so many people that are so entitled mm. they feel like you know what if a guy says can i get a glass of water the eyes roll you know what are you rolling your eyes oh, for yeah you know, so, so it's, ridiculous they're in our restaurant yeah. they're ordering food um, they're going to have a drink or maybe not. It doesn't matter. The fact that really matters is that they're sitting in our house. Yeah, they chose you guys. They chose yeah, us. 100%. And um, that's something that we got to be very lucky. Um, we should feel very lucky because there's a lot of competition out there. Yeah. Now, I need the competition to be just that. Right. They need to be on their toes. They need to be evolving. They need to be keeping me honest. Right? And I find that. You know, as you alluded to earlier in the segment, when you were talking about, you know, there's so, I'm so tired of going to these places that are just, right. you know, they'll change a, a picture on the wall right. and feel like they've renovated. You know, we need places like that. Yeah. You know, we need to have some of the local establishments that have been here for years. Milton needs know? that. You know, Milton is a very old town.
1: Very yeah. And very close-minded in a yep. lot of things. And and I feel like Eddio's is one of those places. I like new Milton's here. We're kicking in the door, and like like brands like the Eddie O brand is going to be it. Like there's. You know, they just opened up a rock climbing facility just around the corner mm-hmm. from here. Yep. You know, like, how many how many cities or towns have a rock climbing facility? You know, Milton is very quickly becoming an area that's going to have a lot of coolness around it, and, right. I, and I and I think Edios is just one of those places that is so perfect for it because it it takes that
2: affordable luxury that everybody enjoys. Yeah, and you know, and that's the thing too. Like when we sat down, looked at at what we were actually going to do. You know, we were I, I was sitting there seeing people leaving. Milton to go to Toronto, or go to Oakville, or go somewhere, they're leaving Milton right. for a nice night out. Yeah. You know? Wild. Why? Yeah. You know, I want the guy who gets off of work downtown Toronto at four o'clock to not stay downtown Toronto, to get on the go, drink, get up here, and have a beer in town before they go home. Right. You know? And that sort of was kind of like the starting point for us. You know? Like, I look at myself, and I've always made decisions based on me on this side of the of, of the bar. Me on this side sitting at a guest's oh, gotcha, uh, as a guest yeah, perspective, gotcha, right? Yeah. And say there, well what would I like, you know? And you go to some of these places like in Toronto or you can go to Niagara Falls or you can go to Montreal or you can go anywhere you want. And it's just volume. Yeah. You know, the other day we're down for the Raptors game, we're sitting at Real Sports and I'm looking at this place and it's packed and and, and Huge. you are are you looking like oh, my God this place is jammed but they don't have the intimacy. They don't have that personal no. touch. Yeah. It's like that faceless corporate, right? You know, 100%. all people are doing is just yeah. like, "What are you having? What do you yeah. want?" You know, and we don't have that luxury. We have to earn it. We have to work on building loyalty in town. So when a guest comes in, whether you have this server or this server, or you sit in the dining room or the patio or the bar. It's always going to be the same because yeah. we have to give a shit. Sorry, I don't know if I'm allowed to you, swear. You can fucking swear as much as you need oh, to. Oh, wonderful. Well, you really got to give a shit. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, um, that is, I think, the most significant part of our, our hiring process is really trying to find people that care. Uh, I um, Okay, so I want to bring this up as a compliment to to your, to
1: your customer service standpoint. I have a client of mine, two boys, I think eight and 11, her and her husband went and one of your servers took such good care of her. She was so impressed with everything. Mm-hmm. It, it was just a little thing. A lot of times, she said it was a little thing that caught her that she was impressed. And it was, she was impressed by, instead of the server, when her when my client was there with her two boys, her two boys were able to order for themselves. But sometimes what happens is the little kids will order, and then the server will look at mom and dad, and be like, oh, is that okay? Is that really what they want? Mm-hmm. And so... her boy said i want a steak i want this steak Mm -hmm. and and the server took down the order she goes that's a great call you know she complimented the kid on on it and didn't make him feel like a kid but made him feel like an adult and my client was so impressed by it just on a little thing that she didn't really second guess the kid and the kid is one of those you know bright kid Mm -hmm. um well spoken all that stuff and was able to just take it and run with it and she was so impressed by that she was so impressed with the the attentiveness of this service sure, sure. and that's so important.
2: I mean, well, see, we don't we don't have kids menus. Yeah, you know, um, we don't waste our energy on putting coloring books and crayons together mm-hmm. and having um, you know this kids world sort of menu mm-hmm. at Eddie O's. It's all about. Good food. Mm-hmm. Now, we have the ability to condense any one of our, our portions to a child-sized portion. Mm-hmm. You know, do I have to go out there and say kids eat for free? Do I have to put out there saying have a free dessert when your kid? You know, it's not about that. I'd rather give you good food, um, add, a, add, a, add, a, add a value to yeah. you, because it really is all about the value. For sure. But, I mean, our food is cooked fresh. Mm-hmm. If I'm going out for dinner with my kids, I don't need dino buddies out of a microwave. You know, I would like to cook real chicken fingers yeah. and give it to them. Um, mm-hmm. We don't tell you, uh, oh, you're only allowed to have this, 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 or this. We just feel that these six or seven items are exactly what your child's going to need. Having two kids myself, it is the biggest headache trying to feed a kid. Now, I can tell you that my personal experience with with going to restaurants, my kids are very picky, Mm. very picky. Who do they v- get that from? Very picky. It's all mom. Okay. It's definitely all mom. Well, mom's a very picky picky woman. I mean, she's she's a, she's a leader, right? Like, right. she's a, behind every great man's a greater woman. Yeah. I hope she hears this, okay? We'll tag her in it. That's right. But, um, you know, it's nice to see uh, a family come in, and the first thing they'll say is, can we get a high chair? We don't have any high chairs. Well, can we get a booster seat? Well, we don't have any booster seats. Do you have a coloring book? No. Do you have a crayon? No. Oh, why the hell are we here? Right. Uh, oh, you're here to feed your kid. Are we going for dinner? Yeah. Because that's what we're doing. We're providing food. That's right. really what we do here. You go to some of the, you know, some of the bigger chains, you know, they'll give you an iPad or, the, or they'll give you, um, you know, something for the kid a to play with. Book, you know, it's toys. just they, they are taking away from the family's experience. Right. You know, servers in a restaurant are not babysitters. They are leaders. They are um, they're able to navigate your experience. And the good ones will always ensure that you don't lose that element of family right so i'm not too concerned uh too concerned or caught up on the fact that you know there's a lot of people i think you know eddie o's is just an adult bar eddie o's is just you know um not for kids nowhere does it say we're not for kids yeah uh, what it does tell you is that we care again we give a shit about giving great food so if you're going out for dinner you're going out for lunch you want to grab an afternoon snack great place because you're going to get good food Mm -hmm. you're going to get real food there's no processed food at edio's yeah but at the same time on the flip side of that is that the purpose you're going out or you do you and dad want to go for a drink right and then you have to have these kids tag along so hope to god there's something for them to do in our world today every kid's got an ipad every kid's got an iphone just give them a password and they're fine that's it you know and then i think at the end of the day there's a lot of kids that hang out at edio's yeah there's a lot of families that come in And we've been able to gain their trust by not having those things that I alluded to earlier to say, well, it's actually really good food. Right. So that's the purpose of going out.
1: Where do you see the bar going? Like the bar lifestyle, maybe not lifestyle, but maybe the bar service in the sense of... Right now, uh, the the um, automatic bartender is, like, a real big thing. Yeah, uh, being able. Or, yeah, I, I agree. But it's the convenience of it, I guess, too. Or is it, like, more artisan bartenders that are mixing elaborate drinks that take, you know, seven, eight, nine minutes to make? Yeah,
2: you know what? Um, or is it somewhere else? Th- th- that's, that's, yeah, that's, there, there are places for that. You know, like, I, I grew up bartending. I grew up being a flair bartender. I grew up uh, in a culture that it was all showmanship. It was all creative. It was very much the sense of trying to be different, but really, I mean, an old fashioned is an old fashioned. Right. You put it in this glass or that glass, you know? Sometimes people come up and be like, hey, man, can I get like a oil slick? It's like a shooter. Well, just because some dude down the road invented a shot doesn't mean it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's a standard shooter. You know? Is that a real thing, an oil? Uh, well, I can make an oil slick. It's just my way. What is it? You know? what is, what? I, I, well, I don't know. It depends oh. What do you like? Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. I don't know. You know, like there's so many cocktails I feel like am missing there. out on something. Like, if, you, if, you, if you're able to consistently make good beverage, then it doesn't really matter what you make. Fair you enough. Can create, I can create drinks. We created a, a, an amazing summer menu last year. I actually had my staff incorporate their flavors into, you know, we had a bit of a contest. And the winners made it on the summer uh, drink menu. Right on. Empowerment and lets them be part of the program, and it's creative. But I mean, how many cocktails can you make before you start actually getting a headache? One hundred percent. Yeah, you're sitting there banging your heads, and you're thinking, you know what? I can come up with five or six cocktails that I like. Doesn't necessarily mean it's going to sell.
1: Right. One hundred percent. Yeah.
2: I can make, uh, you know, seven or eight shooters. And say, what do you think of this one? I had, a, I had a, a woman in there last week with her daughter who's getting married. And she was like, make me this shot. Make me this shot. And she's trying to get shots for uh, for her wedding, I guess. She's trying to get a drink oh, for the wedding. Yeah. So she was in there for dinner and started utilizing our bar as a tester, right? So she's like, I don't like pop. I don't like sugar. Make me something. Huh. So I probably brought out three or four. And they hated all of them. Right. So at that point, it's like, what do you like? Yeah. Well, we like uh, sourpuss and vodka. <laughs> there you go. Oh, there you go. What's yeah. your name? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah we there we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You just made yourself a shoe. There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I think the most important thing in the food and beverage industry, and primarily with Eddie O's, is that we don't want to come across as pretentious. We don't want to come across as snobs. We don't right. want to be those people are like, oh my god, they don't carry buds. Who do they think they are? Right. You right. Know? That's happened. Though. That's. I've oh my god! I've before. had people get up and leave. Yeah. Got to have, you know, you suck. This place is going down. Yeah. Put your goddamn ass back in Toronto. Yeah. Milton doesn't need this shit, and I'm just like, thank God. you, thank Milton you. Milton needs you. it more than anybody, you know. But you know, I think people are scared of change. Yeah, hundred percent. Right. You know, you're my right. kid's scared of change. Yeah. My wife hired a cleaning lady. She cleaned his room and put it one picture frame on this side versus this side, and he came into the room. I can't sleep. My my room doesn't. Oh jeez. You know, and it's just like, oh wait, don't yeah. worry, man. It's, gonna it's gonna be okay. Back it's gonna right, be okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's just a picture. Yeah, frame, yeah, from, yeah. You know, but people are like that. They are so, and that's what kind of. It makes me laugh. It's just like, why do you want, and I'm not going to say any beers like Coors Light, but yeah. why do you want a Coors Light? Is right. it the price point? Is it the advertisement you see? A, is yeah. it because it's blasted everywhere, whether it's on TV, no. on the billboard, or is it because it tastes good? Rocky Mountain Pisswater. No, I don't know. Uh, to me, uh, it's an easy sell. Yeah, Life ain't easy. Yeah. Try what, a crack canoe. Yeah, exactly. What is exactly. that? Exactly. That's exactly. the problem I have with yeah. a lot of people nowadays is that you don't know. So you actually think what you do know is always going to be right. So it's very risky to kind of navigate your way through that water. I, I can see why. I,
1: th- I think some people are looking for <coughs> excuse me. for the consistency of a beer that they already know, but are too afraid of getting something that they don't like.
2: Right. But and, you know what Eddie O's here? Is, I'll give yeah. you that much. You let me know what you think. Of. I oh, I like that. Yeah. You know? You know,
1: I can't tell you. Every time I walk in, my favorite question to ask is, what do you guys have new on top? Yeah, and you know the girls are, are all very good, and they say we have this. What is it like? And they'll they'll describe it, and mm-hmm. just on that, I'm almost sold on it. Right. But I've got to taste it. I t- bring out you know a couple ounces of exactly. it, and 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 that is my, one of my favorite things because no one no one likes getting stuck with something they don't want, especially a beer. Yeah.
2: You know, and I've always had people who are very very wary of our our draft portfolio. Say, uh, oh, what does that taste like? You know what? Have a sip. Yeah. let me know. You tell me what you think, you know? And I think a lot of people feel more comfortable that way, knowing that I'm not just going to charge you for a pint if you don't like it. Right. You know, again, we give a shit. Right. So if you don't like it, you're not drinking it. If you don't like it, you're not eating it. I want to tell
1: a story about um, one of my first interactions with you. might have been the first time I met you, though. And maybe it really sold me on you and Mm -hmm. not so much to the bar, but Eddie O gives a shit. Mm -hmm. And it was, um, we were there with our neighbors, and they they got, um, I think it was a pasta plate that was supposed to be spicy that wasn't (laughs) spicy enough, you remember? Or what? Shrimp penne. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 And the lady. Yeah. yeah. She's like, what is that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's not yeah. spicy. It like, was different, right? I, but what 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 amazed me as um, as someone in the service industry, looking mm-hmm. as third person in the party. You were you weren't like oh man oh why is she bitching it like why you came in you're like what is it that it's missing what do you feel like it's missing and and she's like oh I think it, I don't know more uh, paprika or something I think mean, it was tarragon it's yeah, tarragon yeah. it was. Yeah, and yeah. you're like well, let me try this. I'm gonna mix it I'm gonna toss it again and bring it back you yeah. brought it back and she's like oh this is perfect and you're like thank you thank you for the input I needed to know that and not only that but for because of your input I'm gonna take this off your bill as a mm-hmm. thank you mm-hmm. and what what you do is you took a I like, took a situation where someone was unhappy and not only made them happy but part of the process of making it better and mm-hmm. when I saw you defuse that it blew me away i was so impressed with the way that well, you that's, that, well
2: that's that's what we're in business for yeah you know if if but so many people forget that though. but uh, you know and that's a shame yeah.
1: that's a shame it is a you shame, know yeah. like
2: i i remember i was in niagara falls uh with my wife and we had gone there uh just for the weekend and i believe it was our anniversary and i was really spending big by going to the niagara falls really nice a yeah. boy. And uh, she has this this favorite item at this restaurant, and I hate the restaurant. It's one of those corporate chains, and I just she just loves this one dish. And we walk in, and we sat at the bar, and nobody acknowledged us. We were waiting for a table in the dining room, and nobody is even coming by the bar and asking if we want something to drink. And finally, I was able to wave down one of the bartenders and say, "Hey, can we just get a, um, uh, a round of drinks here?" Oh yeah, what do you have? And, and so you know, we ordered whatever we ordered, and. It came out and then uh, my wife said, you know, maybe I should just order it here because it's just like an appetizer. You know, we'll just have it here at the bar. So I said, uh, so they brought the drinks over and they're like, it's going to be, you know, 17 bucks what it was for the round. We're like, well, actually, we're going to, we're actually thinking of eating here. Um, okay, well, if you go to the dining room, you have to pay for these drinks now before you go to the dining room. And that's when, actually, I, I went a little bit quicker there, but I was, she said, you got to pay now if you're going to the dining room. I said, well, we're actually thinking of eating here. And she's like, oh, in that case, uh, let me get you a menu. Well, we already know what we're going to have. She's like, okay, I'll be right back. Probably 15 minutes went by. Now, this place yeah. is packed. It's jammed. Like, it's rocking and rolling. Mm-hmm. Of course it is. It's, it's peak time. It's August. Yeah. Place, you know, full of tourism. And we're, we're, we're just kind of, you know, I'm sitting back saying, you know, they don't really care. They don't really give a shit. The fact that they just told us that if we we're going to move to the dining room, we have to pay for our drinks at the bar. Right. You're telling us that we have to do something. Just a number. Yeah, like you're just a a transaction. Yeah. Well, that's what you get when you go to Bell. That's what you get when you go to the big faceless corporations. That You're just a number, you know? Well, I chose to not just be a number. The food came, and then I asked for uh, a little bit more Peter Brown, I think it was. And she's like, well, that's going to be a charge. You know, like it was always this this negative language coming at you. only negative
1: things coming back.
2: Yeah, and I just kind of like... just give me the goddamn pita. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like it doesn't matter where I sit, doesn't matter where I go. Yeah. You know, like as a guest, yeah. I'm going to sit on this bar. And I remember saying, "I will never do this." I it sent it sent me to a place where I had to actually send an email saying that at the time I was working for somebody else, we well, got to work hard to build business. You guys just have traffic coming in, and, you know, in yeah. and out. Yeah, and you don't care. And yeah. that's what really gives me the power, or gives me the um the desire. Uh, to do well. It's just like we are so lucky to be on Main Street in Milton, Ontario, yeah. and talking to guests every day. They come from Guelph, they come from Cambridge, they come from Oakville, some come from Toronto. You know, it's becoming a destination spot yeah, for sure. And we can't let that go. We can't no. forget our roots. And yeah. what made us successful today uh, is going to make us successful 10 years down the road, hopefully. And has made us successful since day one. How
1: do you keep the same level of professionalism or customer service when dealing with people who are
2: intoxicated,
1: or like not, maybe not, maybe not like pleasant, and talk, but like unpleasant?
2: And- well, ten years ago, I probably would have ground my throat and thrown throw right. them out the window. Right, 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 uh, right. So the maturity element has to be there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think it's 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 our responsibility to provide good times for people. Right. Uh, it's your responsibility as people to enjoy good times, and I think that when you cross that line it's very important that you identify that and deal with it in a positive manner because people that don't are greedy. People that don't, they don't care. They become liabilities. I'm talking about operators. I'm talking about bartenders and servers, people that are serving the alcohol. Right. You can't just be like, let's get it down their, their throats as much as fast and as many as we can to make a buck. Yeah. You know? You're know, you hurting all the other people around there. You know, So you got to kind of be very sensitive to how to deal with people that just are not, able to have more fun, I guess. So it's just kind of like, you know what? Day's over. Yeah. Let's go outside. We'll talk about it. I'll pay for your cab ride home. Yeah. Hopefully i have you back today, but you're done. Yeah. What do you mean I'm done? I'm fine. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're done. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm inviting you back. Yeah. If this keeps going, chances are I'm not going to allow you to come right. back again. Which is a big, big thing exactly. too. Yeah. So everyone, everyone gets shit showed. Yeah. You know, I'm, Oh man! You know I have good times no matter where I go. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but I mean, at the same time, you have to respect the uh, the atmosphere. You have to respect your surroundings, and there could be a group of uh, of of ladies, or there could be a family, or there could be uh, a couple, or an elderly group of people that are just going to sit there saying, "You know what? That guy's drunk." Yeah. So you know, with them being drunk, it actually shows. Your other guests that, you know what, we really don't care about the overall health of this restaurant, that we just want to try to profit and get out. So you can come in, you can have a great time, respect the environment, enjoy the food, enjoy the atmosphere, enjoy the staff. And then guess what? We get to redo it all over again tomorrow morning. And then again the next day and the next day and the next day and the next day.
1: All right. So in customer service, what is the biggest compliment someone could pay you? Great staff. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Your staff free food but it starts with the
1: staff. your staff there there when it comes to the beers i 'm always happy with that the food is always great. Like, i i, I haven 't had a bad experience i i can 't tell you how many times i've been into to your place, but uh, your staff is second on now i've become friendly with some of your staff sure. and 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 know them and and actually now some of them have become clients of mine too, which is crazy but it's there's a certain amount of professionalism with maturity and Just, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's maybe like... Knowledge of a situation. You know, I, I know I can walk in and we'll sit down and, you know, terrible entertain us for a second, but then she'll say, the regular. I'm like, oh, well, does she know what my regular is? Yeah, she's very good. She you know, is, and, and, yeah. and, but the thing is, she'll nail it. And if she, even if she comes close, I'm more impressed that she came close yeah. than anything else. She's fantastic with that. And, and she also shows the leadership that I assume as a, as an owner and operator of everything, you're going to want to see. Right. So, what happens when you don't have that? What happens if you have someone? I, I'm going to say this Eddie O's customer service for me has always been nine or 10 out of 10. Okay. You know, great or unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But what if someone's not operating at your level? Like, what, what if what they're not hitting their stride?
2: Well, we like to think that everybody's the same. We like to think that uh, everybody gets trained the same way. I think a lot of times um, we can't forget that, you know, Tara. Mm-hmm. or any one of our original staff since day one, they were those that were coming in at four and five out of tens at the beginning. Yeah, Right? So you first have to support. You first got to ensure that you're not setting them up for failure, that you're setting them up for success. And most most operators like to operate with that iron fist, right? Like, yeah. you messed up. You fought, What are you fucking dead? You fucking stupid. Yeah, 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 You know, I don't do that. Right. It's just a matter of, you know, what happened? Where did it go wrong? Give
1: your head a you shake know? and get over it.
2: Yeah. You know, it was everybody... You know, and I tell these guys every time I just hired a whole segment of people now for the summer, and I'm telling them, guys, the sun rises every day, but it ain't going to shine every day. Mm. So it's up to you to determine what kind of day you're going to have. Right, right, Our motto at Eddie O's is when you come into work, you're coming to a party, you're not coming from a party. Nice. It starts with your physical appearance, your mental sharpness, and your work ethic, and the ability to do the right thing all the time. It is very hard. Um, I just put together a little seminar with 13 Skills you need to master to cool. work at Eddie O's. Oh, and, very cool! Um, a lot of it, you you would read, and you'd be like, "What? Acting, positive language, tenacity. What does all this mean?" Yeah, you know? and it really is the most important thing in our industry is being patient, is having that calming um, um, sensibility. Cal- yeah, you have the ability to look at every situation differently. And not overreact and not get back. Do we have people yelling? I had a guy from Montreal come down here. He's yelling at me because he came in at 11.30 on a Wednesday night. The and si- he ordered a like steak. the steak. You yeah. remember that?
1: Yeah. Tell and, a story. That's a good story. And the guy's
2: like, this is the worst fucking steak I've ever... Do you call this fucking steak? And the guy's going nuts and he's ripping into me. And I was just kind of like, okay. Just talk to me now. You know? And he must have... He went off for like 10 minutes. So... I basically have to correct a situation by simply saying, All right, sir. What he had ordered was a, was a steak, which was uh, one of our items called the bitok, and it, uh, it's with a sirloin. And the sirloin contains more fat. Did the server explain the dish properly to the guest when you ordered it? That was step number one. Mm-hmm. So it all, always has to go back. We have to sit here and say that guests are always right. Of course, they're always right. they the ones paying the bill. Yeah. They're right. We need to navigate ourselves through that by ensuring that we follow the proper steps of service. So when I spoke to the server about it, she simply said I didn't really explain it to him. So was it the worst steak he ever had, or was it something he didn't expect to have?
1: Right. And because that... we
2: have the AAA 10-ounce, which is what I think he was looking for. But we didn't explain that to him. Right. So it's, it falls under the service element. So, you know, let's get this guy what he wants. Now, what blows my mind is he's ripping into me at midnight on a Wednesday. Right, with a with a full cor full course meal in front of them, like apps, entrees, you know, desserts, wines. Midnight on a Wednesday, yeah. Where else are you gonna go on melbourne Yeah, yeah. To get that midnight for a full dinner like that, yeah, nowhere. You know, and that's one of the things that we, you know, I've always said this kitchen does not condense itself to accommodate us. The menu is a full menu from open to close. Yeah, you know, we don't do a late night menu. You are cheating your food program yeah. by saying. And you're actually telling the guests, thanks for coming in, but you can't have this, 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 this. You yeah. can only have this, this, this. Why well, do I don't want that? What and happens? And deep fried food? Nobody wants to eat deep fried yeah.
1: food. Well, I mean, maybe maybe people want to, but maybe they shouldn't.
2: Well, uh, yeah, but I mean, to that have aside. more of an option of, other than deep fried food. Because, yeah. you know, what are you getting in late nights? You're getting hockey teams, baseball right. teams, um, you know, guys that are working on uh, midnight shifts yep. or, or whatever it is that they're doing. I want to sell the steak at midnight. Yeah. I want to sell a burger at midnight. Yeah. You
1: know. Oh, it makes perfect sense for you as an this owner. This is really
2: good beer, All, all right. right, I'm glad you enjoy. Can, well, can we top it
1: up? Of course, we can, buddy. Let me let me serve you for once, jeez. Oh, is, <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked that. I hope your your good friends at Moosehead don't get mad. At, but this is. Um, Orange Snail, <laughs> and this is uh, one of my favorite brews. This is their 16 Jasper IPA, like a true Jasper IBU of uh, 75, I believe. Oh, and I feel I feel like a sales rep, but I it's think,
2: just I think you're like an ambassador. Cheers.
1: I just, I just love them, man. They're um, actually
2: very, and I don't really drink beer to be honest. With you. Really? So, yeah, oh. I'm not a big beer drinker. I like to drink beer um, after hockey. Yeah, after play. Uh, or or cutting the grass on a really hot day. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. It makes me feel more of a
1: man. You know what? They,
2: you can you you barely see that bottle, that small bottle there. Mm-hmm.
1: That was their tapas. It was a beautiful blend of beer and almost like a brandy flavoring, mm-hmm. which sounds so weird, but it, they gave it in a, a sifter glass. Mm-hmm. It was so good. I went back to go buy more. Oh, Sorry, it's seasonal. We don't, we don't have any more.
2: Uh, oh. See, that's a great thing with that. Uh, yeah. like, you're not doing something... That's going to just stay static. It's it, You have to change. Yes, you have evolve, to change. evolve. Exactly. You have to evolve. you got to keep...
1: Don't evolve or you're going to die.
2: Yeah, you got to keep people on their toes. Yeah. You know, once you start falling into that level of comfort, that, that oh, work's done. You know, everyone likes it. We're done. Let's yeah, sit yeah, back yeah. And, and say thank and you. And just re- you can't, benefit. You know, and I think uh, Noel Gallagher is the best friend. Oh, my God. Don't We can't...
1: Yeah. We, can't we can't Don't even, that's even mention him. That's a that, that's whole, whole other mission. podcast. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah that's okay. Great. So, um, all right. So... I there's there's a couple things in my head that I I'm trying to spit out but I I I start with one thing and I start with yeah. another anyways. What I what I want to get across is I think you're doing so many things well. I wish that more places took the time for the details like you guys I do. do. Yeah, I feel like you guys do. I, right, fe- but I hope nobody oh, you, takes that oh, fair <laughs> enough, yeah. I
2: hope they keep doing what they're doing. No, yeah, fair,
1: yeah, that's right. But I, I feel like Eddie you should have I feel like 10 NEOs would be fantastic, you know, like 15 of them, because the formula that you guys do is so right. Your kitchen is incredible, and it's stepped up since, mm-hmm. you know, like since, uh, I guess, maybe Christmas time or something, yeah. and you guys had this post of a chicken and waffle combo. Oh, I was salivating. I the
2: hits on that. On okay. On the post,
1: yeah. That, that, that needs to be like a regular thing on the well, menu. Well, see,
2: now that's why we're able to do features. Now, that's one thing uh, I always said. We're going to keep a very limited menu. And have the creations come out through weekends where we do a fresh catch on a Friday, yeah. do a butcher's block on a Saturday, um, and then get feedback. That's our that's our that's our marketing strategy. Oh. What do guests? Really well, like, I'll you
1: tell know? you, I miss that chicken and waffle. Well, you know, it look, looks you know, fantastic. We,
2: you know, we it, it may be on the menu in the fall. Oh. It's it's, it's, more, it's more of a... <laughs> I just broke it in the sweat. <laughs> it's more of a uh, of a winter. Item, I guess you know we we've been able to kind of insert and delete where necessary to kind of follow the the, the seasons.
0: Yeah, that
1: was one of the most amazing. Uh, do we got? You know, uh, so. I, I was so blown. Away. I, I saw it. I said, like, "Oh, I gotta have this. I gotta yeah.
2: have." And I split one with my wife. And yeah. I was
1: full. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so massive. excited. <laughs> I listen. I love the summer, but I get. The, I guess the fall yeah. has to get <laughs> here okay. a little bit quicker. Uh, at least I know I get you back. Yeah, in September, of, so of course, course more, of course, so. of course, buddy. Well, maybe actually this week. I, I think we're gonna be in this week. Nice. But um, um, okay, so. Let's let's kind of round this off because there's another conversation I want to have yeah. about about our favorite band in the world. Yeah. But when it comes to customer service, what are Edios? I have to have this out of my. If I'm teaching, if I'm teaching a new person, mm-hmm. what are the the Edios need to know points?
2: Well, when I hire a staff member, when we bring in a new person on board, um, it is irrelevant what they did before, mm-hmm. um, whether you've had restaurant experience or not doesn't bother me what i really look forward in meeting new new staff is their personality and i think we can always train people how to work mm-hmm. what we can't do is train people how to act so you look at how they're brought up you look at the kind of person they are outside of the restaurant and you really want to get people in there that really care so uh, i've had staff walk in the last three weeks See you later. You look mm-hmm. great in the interview. You, you you ran through your training perfectly, and now you've got this entitledness to it. Mm-hmm. It's not rolling happening. the eyes, you and you can't do that. You know you're not going to do it, and I won't stand for that. Every guest has a right to complain. Every guest has a right to comment. Every guest has a right to say how amazing you are. Yeah. You know, but um, it really starts with the individual. So when I look at at staff, I mean, I hired you know Tara, who came out of the banking industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had a little bit of part time experience in the restaurant industry. Not the way we did. Right. You know, or not the way I I would hope, you know, we would move forward and, and she succeeded. Lauren is another one. I mean, mm-hmm. Lauren just finished high school, wanted to take a year off of work to go towards, uh, you know, to, to, to get to university. And she hasn't been back since. And I kind of feel bad because yeah. it's just like you should go to university. Yeah. Her role has evolved immensely. Like she's, you know, our our event planner. She's our social media manager. That's right, yeah. And it's all stemmed from somebody who just had no idea what she was about to get herself into. Yeah, has has loved it, and it's very hard. It's not like we're like a sports team where Mm. our season ends and then we can sit for sure. Yeah, yeah. And sort of assess where we went wrong and identify areas that or address areas that need to be addressed. We got to do this every day, Mm -hmm. and it's like you close the night off, you do your little logbook. How did the night go? we've had problems, you know, how do we handle the problems? And it's immediately a reset for the next day. And again, we're going to go through another 12-hour day. How does that work out? How do what do we do right? What do we do wrong? Um, and then I think if you first of all being there as as an owner, being hands-on significantly allows your staff to become better leaders because they see you doing it they feel like they can do it too. So, I mean, I change kegs. Mm. You know, i got to put up bar stools. I'm not sitting in the office and demanding people to do their job. I'm right. doing the job with them. And now when they start making me do their job for them, that's different. Right, of course. You know, but uh, it really starts with the individual. So, like I said, uh, you can pump gas your entire life. I'll teach you how to carry a tray. Right. You know, I can teach you how to um, how to be a server you know because really all we are we're we're actors in a big play right this is a big stage we're on stage people come out the windows in the kitchen are open so you can see the guys back there banging away the pots and pans you have our staff always being aware that they're at a party Mm. you know and that that starts with the with the with the mentality of of the individual
1: how do you stay inspired oasis of course Wow, what a perfect segue. Uh, They
2: told me (laughs) to never look back at anger. Yeah. And they taught me to never chase. Yeah. Well, Noel taught me never to chase yesterday. Um, but it's always wanted
1: to be standing by the shoulders of giants. Yeah. Oh, buddy. Okay. We're, we're going to end our customer service <laughs> podcast because we got to get into this Oasis podcast. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. I appreciate everybody. We want to thank our sponsors, Superior Fish Painting. If you're looking to get something painted and looking for a discount, you can call them at 289-979-9000. <laughs> Get a quote, get 10% off, mention the podcast, all that fun stuff. You can always visit Eddie O. Where can they visit you, Eddie O?
2: You can uh, see us at 370 Main Street East, uh, Milton, Ontario, and come in and say hello and say you heard the show. And maybe yeah. we'll give you a high five. And nice, else.
1: nice. Uh, Eddie O's Porthouse on Porthouse Kitchen, yeah. yeah. You
2: can follow us at uh, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter as well. Right on.
1: You can see all of Lauren's hard work, I'm sure. A lot of hard work. All right. We're going to wrap this sucker up. We're going to come back. With a hot one We're going to talk Maybe Oasis Maybe uh, Brit Music From maybe 94 to 97 We'll be back shortly Thank you for listening